1: The people squad got pretty lucky with trades this week, ended up with zero K in the bank there, making the two trades in this one. So with our bench and emergencies being a bit of an issue, the team took upon the liberty of trading out our local Harris that unfortunately we didn't get very lucky with. 53 two weeks ago, 28 in the last round there with the injury to his knee. We're not sure if he's going to be back to over the next little period. Really, with Tohu, as I said, if you're holding on to him, you're holding on to him for the entirety of the season. And the squad thought that this was a better opportunity to downgrade him to Zach Hosking, who obviously is the buyer of the week at the moment. He does have his issues, which we'll speak a little bit about in my video, uh, in my team there. But we dropped him down to to, to Hosking there. And then we traded Talau up to Reese Walsh. So that really shores up our wing fullbacks a little bit, especially with Tamati Martin out this week. So... As I said, the the biggest issue with our squad was our emergencies, and you look at now, it's got Murdoch, Masila, Katoa, Smith Shields, and Tamari Martin in this one. So a lot of guys that are pretty cheap, along with Warbrick in that uh, wing fullback position. So that really helps us there, and is going to allow us to at least loop someone decent here in our emergency. So probably Katoa is gonna be one of the guys that we look to play. We do have two guys out this week. Boyd we can muck around with the entirety of the time, uh, of the of the round in terms of moving him around, given he has a buy. Tomorrow Martin, we can only move him around until he his team plays the Warriors, which is I think is on Saturday in one of the later games. So we have a fair bit of time, which is good. Uh, and uh, we'll really discuss that when we go through my team in a second here. But yeah, if we're looking at where our squad's at now, we have saved one trade so far. Leaves us with twenty nine overall, and then eight to come. Uh, in the back end of the season, just to make sure you remember that one, guys. 14,500, the overall rank. We had a decent score last week of 1,000, which was good. And captaincy-wise, we're going back to Cleary and then Hopgood, the vice, because he plays that first game. And that's a, a really easy one to go with, guys. Whenever your captain plays, if it is later in the week, with Cleary being the second game of the round, ideal to put someone with the vice in that first game, uh, just so you can lock out, uh, lock those points in straight away. Whereas you know, if, if your vice happens to play later in the week, they are locked into your side. So you can't move them on. So that's the big reason why you would have your vice in the first game here. There's no way to loop the vice captain to get that double points and move that around like you can in super coach, but that's the, the easy way to do it here. So in the hooking position, we've got Grant up top. We still don't have, well, we, we sorry. We've got Tanner Boyd as cover, but not this week. So that's ideal. I, I think it's a good idea for our squad to hold on to Tanner in this one and you know, switch a few thing, things around with Torhall Considering we have a very strong middle position at the moment, you've got those guys: Haas, Carrigan, Hopgood, and then Forty, who's going to cover us in the mids in that interchange, which is great. There, I think that gives us a little more balance. Considering we we're very top-heavy, and the bottom positions in centre and wing fullback, we're struggling a little bit. Obviously, with guys like Miller uh, holding the fort. Warbrick did well last week, but we need that little bit of assurance that he's going to be playing each week. Where Warbrick, we're not sure, and you know scores from you know, Talau and Tamari Martin and stuff haven't been you know, terrific. Harley Smith Shields a little bit of a worry. So trading in Lemuelu last week was a great idea as well. Uh, Edge we got plenty of guys as always. Preston and the ORO uh, on the bench to go along with Hosking and Kartoa. That's the big thing with bringing in Hosking, guys, is just making sure you have enough cover for most positions. If you're leaving out one position without cover at the moment, that is okay. But if you have sort of your hooker with no cover, if you just have Harry Grant, uh, if you have Damien Cook, whatever that is, and no cover there with Tanner Boyd out of your side, you then happen to have no center and no wing fullback cover. There's three positions that if there is an injury or to a couple of them, then you may be left with only 16 players next week, considering you only have the the two trades week to week. We have one more week with two trades, guys. And then from round seven all the way through to round 13, so seven to 12 there, we get three trades per week. But that doesn't mean you should use the three every week. It just means you're allowed to if you need to make some big changes there. So just keep that in mind over the next few weeks as well. In our halves, we've got obviously Boydie and Tamari Martin as cover there, which is good. So both Boydie and Martin will be back next week. So hopefully Cleary and Johnson can do their thing this week and continue to do well after the awesome trade-in last week of Johnson. Center position, we do have Harley Smith Shields as cover, which is the best way I think we need to play him now. We didn't have to play him in our side last week, which was good. And now we'll just loop him uh, and and, uh, and Isaiah Katoa there um, and, and see which one scores better and, and make our decisions from there, which is going to be cool. So the other thing there is just looking at when guys play their first game of the round. So you're looking here at a uh obviously the roosters up against the eels in that first one so if you have any of those players which we will see in my squad there i'm going to try and loop sueli which i'll show you how to do uh and then guys like e- uh, the eels players if you had cartwright on your side for example that's probably a good one to have in number five and you know potentially here with harley smith shields playing in that second game he's someone that you can loop which is good uh, and you know the reason why you'd have isaiah katoa a little bit lower is because smith shields is playing first there so I'd probably have Smith Shields in that five position there and you can uh, potentially loop him which will be fun so we'll, we'll sort that out in the people squad there uh, and you can see all the, the matchups for the rest of the week the Dolphins play a little bit later and you can move yeah the war as I said you move to Martin for a while because they play on Sunday there you go so the first game on Sunday I believe so that's that with the people squad wing fullback we have the cover with tomorrow Martin as well when he comes back next week so Walsh, I think, shores things up. They've got three nice contests over the next few weeks. We do have three Broncos players now, but with them having their bye a little bit later and obviously missing a couple of these guys in Haas and Carrigan in round 13, we can make decisions coming up towards that and it's not an issue right now. But yeah, really important that we fixed up that little bit of a mess that we had in the emergencies. Getting rid of Talau was a a nice idea here just so we can uh, really shore up. Our, our bench and, and our starting side, especially our wing fullbacks there, which was a little bit of an issue. Tomorrow Martin seems to be one of those guys that probably has a bit more cash to make, so holding on to him is a good idea. And I think that's all we need to go through in that team. So let's go to my one there. And you see here, 97K in the bank. I've only used one trade this week. I had 308K in the bank after building that up, I think 100 a couple of weeks ago, uh, three weeks ago, an extra 200 last week by bringing in Lemu Elu and you're know, downgrading Dewey to Johnson, which left me with 308. means I can just do a... This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which
0: that's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com.
1: Straight swap from Matt Dury to Hosking this week. With Hosking again, guys, I think it's just a matter of points is not going to be our issue. You know, there's a lot of players you trade in, there's a bit of a risk in terms of them being able to score a 20 or a 30 or a 10 or something like that, and potentially some risk in losing their spot. Hosking has the risk in losing his spot. He does not have the risk in scoring. Super low break even. It's going to make you money at least at a minimum this week, unless he gets a head knock or something like that, which would not be nice. Touch wood on that one uh, for him. Uh, it's just a, just what happens over the next few weeks. There's a chance that Martin doesn't even play next week either. So we would at least have two weeks where he can make at least 100K and get some good scores and go from there. So that really shores up my team here. And you look at the squad. I still currently do not have any hooking cover. If I wanted to this week, I could have gone Ilias to Jaden Braley, which I think is a nice upgrade, but I still feel like with him having a pretty high break even, Ilias having a good score last week, I think we're going to try and loop Ilias just because I think he's the least consistent out of our guys in this team, which we'll discuss in a second. Uh, and and yeah, we can potentially loop that position and, and see how he goes in that earlier game in the week for them. So they play that third game of the round, <coughs> which is going to be okay Then we can kind of, make our decisions on what we do with Talau, I believe so yeah this is going to work let's just talk about the looping situation right now so two options to do this so Sualee, he is wing fullback and center which is great so we can use him as a looper for both those positions I have Tommy Talau. so the Tigers play a little bit later in the week which is great so where are the Tigers there are they near the end uh Tigers, yeah, so Saturday, oh, the 7.30 game on Saturday. Beautiful, so I have all, all the way up until then to make my decision on a few players here. There was potential that I was going to try and loop Warbrick, which is might be how I do it. It just depends how Sueli plays, so I'm kind of trying to do a double loop with one player here, I'll explain now. So you've got Sueli here in the six. What I can do is if he scores really, 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 really well, all I have to do is put Talal into the center position, the wing fullbacks. The goal would be to pop him into the wing fullbacks, probably for Warbrick. I think he's probably going to have the lowest score out of our centers and the wing fullback. If I put him in there, guys, if you look at my interchange and emergencies there, all I would have to do is put Warbrick, if I did him, down into this eight position, Talao goes into there. And because I don't have any, my, my next bit of cover in the fullback position is down at Suali, he would then be used at number six straight in my starting side. So that would be awesome there. And none of this, none of this else will matter. So Ilias would then be a non-player and I'd just be hoping, obviously for money's sake, I want him to go well, but let's hope he doesn't get a 58 again and, and come out and dominate and, and the interchange guys go really well. The secondary option. If Talao, uh, sorry, if, if uh, Sueli doesn't go very well, he gets like a 25 or something. I'm like, I feel like Warbrick or Alamotti or, or Chester can come out and score better than that. Then I would see how Ilias plays on the Friday night game at 8pm. If he plays really well, I can move to Lau into the number four jersey, and I will decide who I want to miss, who I want to be missing out uh, from my interchange. And yeah, it's either going to be forty Loro, like forty comes up against a Sharky. So really, I'm pretty happy with the output of my interchange last week. Obviously, it went really, really well. So I'd have to select one of those guys. So Ilias would have to play really well and get like a 40 plus at a minimum for me to make that change but what it shows guys is I've got a pretty strong 19 at the moment and then the bottom two are not very good so Murdoch Masilla and Talao but they're really cheap they're not really hurting my squad at the moment the only issue is they're not gonna make some money so Murdoch Masilla, the theory is with him is that he's still starting and all he has to do is jag some attacking stats and if you can get a 30 plus a 40 there randomly and gets you know 60 minutes and a sneaky 35 or 40 he begins to make some money if he keeps that spot at least for the 40 to 60 minutes and can slightly improve because he's had three poor games then that would be great and we could make a little bit out of him and then Talao's at 226 and I can use him as a bit of a looper for the next few weeks until I you know depending what happens with guys like Sueli or or Chester I'm probably going to look to bring in a gun fullback over the next few weeks so that's the theory with the, the looping system at the moment. I hope that makes sense to you guys. And if Ilias doesn't play well, then I would just leave Talao down. So Ilias and Sueli don't play well. I just leave Talao down in this eighth position and I take my four interchanges. So I'll, I'll set them up according to exactly when they play. Uh, but I've already got Hossing in the starting side because he plays the second matchup of the week. So that's that. And I think I'm happy with looping Ilias over someone like Cartwright. So that's my general general thoughts there. I'm happy just to play Cartwright at the moment, and then loop uh, Lockie in that one. So that's general theory there. Uh, I could you know let me know in the comments if you think I shouldn't do the loop with Ilias just because that it would make it a little bit harder for me to do the because uh, I obviously would be looking at someone like Warbrick, but I might just have to switch in with an Alamotti or maybe Chester or something like that if Sualee goes really well, and then I could still do the loop clearly with Ilias, who I'm concerned could get a 30 or could get this 58, so that's where we're at with that one. So overall team, right now, thankfully, I do have cover in the wing fullback and center, and then I have a looper as well. So plenty down here at the moment, but I think I want to improve that when Chester goes out of the side. Yeah, I won't have that great coverage uh, from that week. So that's the general theory for next week. The half position, I do have the cover with Ilias, but he might be going up. I'm, really, the plan is gonna be to make some cash for Hines in round seven, and Ilias is gonna be one of those guys to go. I think Cartwright will be another one to go. So hopefully a good cash cow comes up over the next two weeks, whether it's round six or round seven. And then I'd be able to downgrade. Hopefully, obviously, you know, that 97K in the bank is going to be helpful. If Cartwright gets up to 550, 570, 600 over the, if he can play the next two weeks, even better, that would be great. And then I can move him on. Guys like Eli Katoa in round seven, guys like Trent Oro um 40 should have a a bit more money to make if there's an injury or suspension that's going to be an easy way to get me to Heinze I think Preston's got a little bit way to go considering he's 425k and then we'll find out what happens with guys like Hosking as well so and Lemuelu so a few question marks there so could be one of those guys that I potentially move on as well if he remains inconsistent and but if he gets that random 60 here and there that's going to be very helpful but that's the general way I think I'm going to get to Hines. I think that's going to be important. Have Ilias, Gornskis, have Cleary, Hines, and Johnson because I think Cleary and Hines are going to be the top scorers of the year pretty pretty comfortably there. And then guys like Payne Haas, uh, Hopgood could potentially be one of those guys as well. So that's, uh, that's where I'm at at the moment and just still looking towards that next few weeks. I think Hines this week you know, is a bit of a gamble. Can he come out and get a 98 again? For sure. Likeliness, not high. Probably sits around that 65 to 70, I'd imagine, this week, which is still going to be a great captain for you. way I'm playing it as well is Cleary in the captaincy job uh, up against the Raiders who are struggling a little bit. Yes, it's away from home for him, but I still think that he's going to do really well. Payne House is the other one, but he's going through Ramadan. And, and look, there's some risk around that. He's scored really well through Ramadan of uh, in recent past. So I think Cleary, Cleary with his return game to form last week and up against a slightly lesser side than what they've been playing the first three for them, I think it's time for him to come out and do really well. But overall, this is a team over the first three rounds I wasn't very happy with the look of. And now coming into round four, uh, round five, sorry, I'm very happy with where it's at. A few things that I'm slightly worried about, obviously Ilias and Sueli'i, just their inconsistencies. And that's why I'm looking to loop them. And hopefully some consistency again from guys like Preston, You know, 44 for him is pretty low. So maybe around that 50 mark, 40, I'd be happy with a 45, 50. Lioro, same, 45 or so would be great. Ellie Katoa, somewhere near that 45 to 50 as well. If I can get that for all those guys, I'll be happy. And then we can play the loop game, which is the only good thing about Tommy Talao at the moment. So thanks for listening into that, guys. I hope that helps you with looping. I uh, hope that helps you with your strategy. And I wish you all the best of luck going into round five. May we all have a cracking week and get ranked 133 in the rank uh, in in the round again that would be great and i think from there i'd be clearly in the top 500 or 1000 if i can do that again again good luck guys
0: it.